Lose the Cape Podcast, Episode 58. Welcome to the Lose the Cape Podcast, where we get real with busy moms and talk about how they survive their daily juggle. If you are a busy mom who believes in the idea of moms helping moms with tips, tools, and resources to survive, this is the podcast for you. Good morning and welcome back to another Wednesday episode brought to you by your hosts, me, Alexa Bigwarf, and my co-host, Aubrey Mathis. We are super excited today to talk to Tara Bosler. We adore this tiny little woman. She is small but mighty and has so much good advice to offer. Uh, throughout this episode, we talk about what it's like for her to have um, been edged out of a full-time job at the university and how she made her side hustle into her full-time hustle. Uh, She also has solo custody over her child and how she has involved her daughter in the process of um, growing her business to make it a little bit easier and to, and to um, I guess, take a little bit of the stress off when she has to work and how well her daughter has done with that. I even saw that she posted on Facebook the other day that she was uh, out for lunch with her daughter and overheard two guys talking about networking, and she went out of her way to um, stop by their table on her way out, gave them her business card, told them what she does, and said she'd love to be in contact if they need her services. And as they were walking out, her little girl, her four-year-old, looked at her and said, good job, mommy. So what a proud moment and what a great boss mom um, victory, I suppose, right? So anyway, you're going to love this interview. It went places we didn't expect it to go, but she provides so much valuable information for everyone who's listening. She's a copywriter and just fantastic at what she does. So before we get into it, I want to remind you about our sponsor, which is Ariana Taboado. We have a giveaway going on on our website, losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 58. Ariana is a maternal health consultant and a maternity leave uh, consultant, and she's giving away her maternity leave consulting package, which is a $350 value and an amazing deal. If you're thinking about increasing your family or maybe you're already pregnant, you want to hook up with Ariana and, and let her help you prepare your business for baby and being able to take maternity leave. So again, you can go to our website to find out the details of this giveaway at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 58. Have a wonderful day and enjoy Tara. Welcome back to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast, where we like to talk to busy modern moms and pick their brains on their tips, strategies, tools, whatever they have to to uh, survive this little thing called motherhood. Uh, we like to talk about real stuff and who really knows where our conversations may lead us, but we have fun. Uh, I am your host, Alexa Bigwarf, with our other host, Aubrey Mathis. Hey. (laughs) And we are excited to interview Tara Bosler today. Did I say that right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Okay. So Tara is a freelance writer and content creator for busy mompreneurs. She's in the right spot. She loves taking writing off of their task and list and stress plate so they can schedule. (laughs) So they... It said so they can schedule more moonshine. <laughs> that is, I mean, whatever it takes. So they can schedule more shine time in their life. <laughs> Welcome, Tara. 
<laughs> Thank you, ladies. I mean, moonshine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe I should think about putting moonshine into my bio. <laughs> it could be more shine, moonshine. You know, I mean, there's always time for moonshine. <laughs> we will make some. All right, so tell us more about you. Um, what? How many kids do you have? What's your life like? Um, what's your favorite animal? Okay. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I am a single mom to my four-year-old preschool daughter. Uh, she is the extrovert to my introvert heart, and we uh, somehow survived that. Um, we live in the Philadelphia area, and um, let's see, what's the other, my, my favorite animal? I mean, albino honey badger. <laughs> yes, you should write a book about that. <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that. <laughs> obviously, obviously. Oh, no. gosh. <laughs> oh y'all okay this is fun <laughs> so um in our in our five uh interviews today we have talked about coffee enemas <laughs> i know honey badgers so we are just on a roll <laughs> with that and i don't think we're ever gonna let this coffee enema no <laughs> no because why would you <laughs> i mean <laughs> Stay tuned for our follow-up when we let you know how it went. <laughs> we should actually, like, find the coffee that most people use and try to get them to sponsor us. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there is uh, there is an income stream in there somewhere. Yes. <laughs> there's got to be Folgers. We're reaching out. Sponsored by. <laughs> oh, good grief. Okay. <laughs> I've totally lost my train of thought now. So, I guess... Um, well, tell us a little bit. I, I did not realize you were a single mom, which makes yeah. your journey even more scary. Because yeah. You've just left full-time employment to freelance, and that's got to be terrifying when you're supporting yourself and a child. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't technically my choice. Um, I was teaching at a university. I'm so sorry. Those are my dog's giant floppy ears. <laughs> um, I... I taught for eight years at a, a university, the university that I got my um, master's degree in, and I taught communication and women's and gender studies, and I only have a master's and not a PhD, and so my department was moving towards an all-PhD faculty base, mm -hmm. and my contract was not renewed. And so, yeah, the 2016 was, I had health issues, I had relationship issues. I had, I broke off an engagement. So I became a single mom again. And, um, then I, my hours were reduced at work and then I lost my job. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. 2016 was, not, yeah, it was not kind to me until the very end when I started my business. And, um, I had a choice of, you know, when I was told I was not going to get my contract, my teaching contract again. Um, I was in a position of either I had the option to either get another job or take what I had kind of started as a side hustle freelance thing and make it into a, a business. Um, and so being a single mom, um, I was super spoiled with my teaching schedule, yeah. right? And so I was only on campus Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I had a month off at Christmas and I had a lot of time off in the summer. And so to go on to, you know, a job 
job <laughs> that would be, I'd be there every day, all day. And I'd be home for maybe an hour or two before she goes to bed. And in that hour or two, I would very likely be miserable. Yeah. Um, and so I thought that's not a great model right. um, for her only active parent in her life. And so I thought, well, I'm going to, I'm going to see what I can do about, you know, taking my, what was my two year plan of creating a side hustle to full-time business into a 90 day plan. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's, I mean, let's see if this works, you know? And, um, Natalie Gingrich, who is, uh, has a huge part of my heart, um, said to me, you know, the worst case scenario is you will get a job. Like right, at the end, right. like that's the worst case scenario. Right. This doesn't work out and you'll get a job. And so that's, you know, that's what's going to happen. And she had, you know, all the love and support and faith in me and said, you know, try this. Go I for think it. it will be great. Yeah. Um, and so far it has been. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, now I, I mean, you are, you are a hustler. I mean, I see you popping up all over the place, so it's good. I'm, and I'm, I'm assuming that that has paid off for you. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad to see that. I am. Um, I think that is one of the, the things, um, whether it be, I'm not going to lie. I'm spoiled. I'm married. I was a stay at home mom and was able to start my business, not worried about whether or not it was going to be successful immediately because my husband was paying all of our bills, you know, but I think there is something, I mean, that has taken off a lot of the pressure, but now I feel like it's my turn to turn around because he's miserable in his job. And I'd love to get my business to the point where I can offer him the same sort of relief. But I think you're, you're right. We get to a point where our lifestyle is, is really great. I mean, it's, it's great in the morning, even though I work all the time, it's great that I get up, I take my kids to school. I may or may not be in my jammies when I do that. Mm -hmm. I can, you know, I can schedule my appointments on my time. I'm still able to, my child is homesick today. I'm still able to do that without any major real stress to either of us. You know, it's, it's, I like now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, this has to work because, <laughs> because yeah. I'm not going back to work with somebody else ever. Yeah. Ever, yeah. ever, <laughs> ever. So yeah, I get it. I, and boy, but the stress of that, I, I, I feel you, honey. That's good. Yeah. But I've really, I've used that to fuel my fire instead of fuel my fear. That's if that awesome. makes sense. Yeah. Because it's just like, okay, like you have to make this work. And instead of being like, Oh my God, you have to make this work. It's like, do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. It out. And yeah. You know, Boss Moms has been great. Some other Facebook groups I'm in. It's just the people that I've met, the women that I've been able to surround myself with are amazing. Mm -hmm. They're super supportive, um, super helpful, just like friends, sisters, just yeah. I'm, I'm just surrounded by people that are like, they want me to thrive. Yeah. And they, you know, if, if they can't hire me right now, they like find somebody who can. And, you know, it's like, it's just been wonderful. It's hard. Nat sure. Natalie is like just the bomb.com. Yes. And she is the closest person to where I live. So I actually got to meet her in real life. Yay. So yay for Natalie. But she, she's good about just saying, what's the worst, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. you go work somewhere. 
Mm-hmm. It's her 40th birthday today. Yay, Happy birthday, birthday, Natalie, Yay. even though this will come out in like three months. <laughs> <laughs> we'll celebrate again. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually, I actually just hired Natalie because I need someone to help me now that my business is actually growing to the point where I'm like, okay, it's either stay small at this level or really dig in and move to the next level. So she's going to be doing some um, project management for me. I'm super excited about it. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah, it's wonderful. I, I like the community that we female entrepreneurs have built around each other because we all need, we all feed each other, you know, somebody needs copywriting, somebody needs mm-hmm. Facebook ads, somebody needs project management, somebody, we all need each other. And it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. I'd much rather hire a single mom that I know and adore than just, you know, yeah. Anybody? Yeah. Somebody on Fiverr. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, probably not do a very good job. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. It's so good for our daughters to see too. Like yes. women promoting women. And it, it, you know, it took a long time for me to find that. And yeah. I compared the coffee chats and this, the groups. I'm like, online dating may work because I have found so many people. <laughs> not that I need it. I'm happily married. But if I ever did. <laughs> What's happening to the cowboy? <laughs> if I did, like I have faith that you know, you can you you can connect with people outside your world who yeah, you get can, it. You can yeah. find love with people inside the box. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and I agree with you completely about the our daughters seeing us do this. Yeah, and that is you know when I have moments where I'm like. I'm not at an office all the time, but I'm working a lot and then I feel bad about it and I feel guilty because like, I'm like, all right, Ash, just one more Daniel yes. Tiger. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks, but Daniel Tiger. Tiger is like teaching her like emotional intelligence. So that's good. Um, <laughs> but then it's like, but she's seeing it. Like we're still like, we're still together and she's, she's seeing it. She's witnessing it. And she's, I mean, she's at preschool today, but on, every call that I have to have when she's home, she is on that call for a couple minutes. She's like, Hey, who's that? Is that your client? Is that and Tanya Rainier is my business coach. And those two like have their own relationship. <laughs> like literally a couple weeks ago, right after Christmas, um, I was like looking through my phone. And I was like, I have a, a, a Voxer message from Tanya. And I didn't even like I didn't send her anything. It was Ashley and Tanya boxing <laughs> back and forth. I'm like well, these little critters are so smart. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ashley's four and she's like, I'm just going to like box her Tanya. Uh, <laughs> but like she's, because she's four, she's, she's only ever going to like grow up with the consciousness of mom has a business and like she's running the show. And we talk a lot about like what that means for her. Like that means that she gets more home days and that means that she's eventually going to go to a school that, you know, I, she's going to thrive in. And, you know, we talk about this stuff a lot because there are, she is four and she likes to have a lot of attention. And I'm like, I got to work. Mommy's got to work. And this is why. And I have my money goals like posted and we have certain, um, certain money goals that when we get that, like we have little, um, hearts on those numbers where it's like, Oh, once mommy makes this much, um, we're going to go out for ice cream or we're going to go to the bouncy house place or whatever so that she's tied, you know, she's invested in those goals too. Yeah. Um, and so I just, That's it's so cool. important to, to be able to encourage her to 
uh, support me in, yeah. in the ways yeah. that you can, which means like go play <laughs> while I work for a little right. bit. Right. Um, because it's for her. All of this is for her. Yeah. yeah. For me as well. But like, it's really for her. To That's great. It. That's teaching her to celebrate your wins. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she sees it. You know, you don't see a direct deposit win from a right. Place, right. You know, right. they don't yeah. understand that. I love that tip. I do too, because, you know, that brings up something that I I have been thinking about lately too. And that is someone said to me, so my middle child, just a little bit of background here. My middle child is very anxious all the time. Like if I am out of her sight, she comes looking for me and it's just, I don't know what's going on with her, but I have started to realize that she, it's a control thing to a degree. She needs to know exactly what's happening and what's going on. And that comes kind of back around to what you're talking about because they give me a hard time for being on my computer, mostly because their dad gives me a hard time for being on my computer so much. So they emulate his behavior, but um, they give me a hard time. And, And now that you say that it's because they don't understand what I'm doing and they don't understand what the outcome could be. So maybe if I were to open up a little bit more, say, here's what mommy's doing. Here's our goals. Here's what we're going to do and give them a win that says, you know, when I publish my next book, we're going to, gosh, they want to go to Great Wolf Lodge so badly. That might be a little bit outside of the, outside of the spending frame right now, but something, I mean, Chick-fil-A, yeah. You know, yeah. When, when we get here and let them cross off and let them yeah. be a part of it. Cause yeah, I, I don't want them to, um, to resent yeah. me for working and to resent my work and to, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, they, but it's so true. They just need to know what's, they yeah. need, they need to be, exp- stuff needs to be explained to them. And I yeah. didn't realize that about little people. I just thought, yeah. you know, just go, yeah, go play. That's your life. Yeah, Yeah, no, and it's, and it works because when I do have to take a minute and I do have to, you know, send an email real quick or I have to take a call. um, Even last night I was, I was sending an email real quick and I was like, I just have to finish this message. And Ashley goes, is it a client? I was like, it is. It's actually a new client. She's like, yay. Yay. (laughs) It totally works. It totally works to get them. You know, they, they understand so much more than we give them credit for. And, you know, involved, they love to be involved, right? Like they always want to be doing what we're doing. Um, And so letting them to the degree that makes sense um, helps them to understand the degrees that it doesn't make sense to be involved when it's like, okay, you can, you know, be on, you can say hi to my client for a couple minutes, Mm -hmm. then mommy needs to do this. Um, And, you know, letting them in a little bit lets them, you know, let themselves out (laughs) when we need them to. Yeah, I agree. Because I've been stressing out for when I go to San Diego. I've been stressing out about my daughter, um, the middle one. She hates to ride the bus. It's sensory overload for her. Mm. She doesn't like the noise. She doesn't like the fact that the bus driver's mean. She doesn't like kids picking on her, all that kind of stuff. So I have to go drive and pick her up every day from school, even though my son still rides a bus home. Mm. And it's just one of those things that I've just (laughs) kind of, I'm like, am I doing the right thing? And I have to say I am because she was literally crying every morning. She was so stressed out about that bus ride. So our days are much easier now that I go pick her up. But I was really nervous about her next week. She's going to have to ride the bus to her babysitter's house. And I and am thinking now that I think the best thing to do is just sit down and explain exactly what's going to happen, exactly when and where she's going, and that, so that it's not unknown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, and doing countdowns. We love doing countdowns. So, like, she's only probably going to have to do that twice, right, yeah. or three times? Uh, three times, three days. Yep. Yeah. So three days. 
You can do anything yeah. for three days. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Except go dry like you are on the whole 30. I cannot give up wine for three days. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think that I could either. I'm so proud of myself. You know, I went to, um, so all of my friends and I are turning 40 this year. I just turned 40 in December. And um, one of my girlfriends, also her birthday is today. Happy birthday, Danielle. She had a slumber party last weekend. <laughs> And it was our high school friends. We got together. We brought our yearbooks and our pictures from oh, high school oh and just God. had a good time. <gasps> I brought my own food. I brought my LaCroix. Look at La you. La La La, whatever it is. Uh, drinks. I, I did not cheat. Not one little cheat. Good job. I yes. It is. I mean, when? if you know me. If you know me, you would know how big a deal that is. Because usually if someone puts a glass of wine in front of me, I'm like... <laughs> Okay, I can just, just I guess one little say, that's yeah, a bottle. And then I'm like, oh, I drank wine yesterday, so I'm just like, oh, yeah, anyway, that's awesome. Okay, so that kind of explains how you became inspired to become a freelance writer, but how did you actually find your niche? So I, when I first started freelance writing, it was because my hours were reduced at work, and so I was uh, supplementing my income, and so I think like any freelancer. I was like, I'll write anything for anybody. And <laughs> like, nobody wants that writer. Everyone's no. like, that's not good. Um, and so I was really nervous about, uh, you know, niching down and being really specific. Cause I was like, that's gonna, it's gonna take all of this, you know, big pool of clients that I see and make it a really small pool. And that was scary. Um, but then I realized even the more that I read about all of that industry, it's like, that's actually what you want. You want that small pool because that small pool is actually going to be your clients, um, that pay you money. Um, and I was like, Oh, actually that sounds a lot better than this like guest posting for free thing I'm doing. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I really, I decided, okay, I'm going to, and there's this whole like group outside of the group I've finally found myself in that were, that's like the mommy niche, um, is a waste of time. (laughs) There's no money in it. There's no money. That's where I tried to start too. Oversaturated and et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, oh gosh, like I have to go into like, I don't know, blogging about taxes or something. (laughs) <laughs> this is not going to be good. Um, and then I found Boss Moms. And um, while it's not all like mommy bloggers, it's moms, it's mom entrepreneurs. And um, I just felt immediately at home. And um, I started, you know, engaging and talking with people. And I decided I was going to start kind of marketing myself and becoming um, a writer for mom entrepreneurs because that was my voice that was their voice it just kind of seemed to work um and then i kind of sort of serendipitously certainly not intentionally (laughs) niched down to um copywriting because people need their website copy done and so i was like oh yeah i I can do that um and i loved it i did not expect to love it um but i did and then i started doing like sales pages and sales copy and emails and didn't expect to love that either, but I love it. (laughs) It's just, it's this awesome, um, it's an empowering moment in business Mm -hmm. to get your website copy done or to get your copy done, your sales copy done for a launch. 
um, it's like that space where it's like, for many people, it's either like the, the starting point or the um, point right before you launch. And so it's like, once that's done, it's like, yes, right? It's like, it's like, awesome, <laughs> things can happen now. Um, and so it's really, really exciting. Yeah. Um, it's a, a really exciting part to, to get to, to support somebody in. Um, and I love sales copy because so many women entrepreneurs uh, hate doing it <laughs> for themselves, right? And so we're taught as women to be really humble and polite and mm -hmm. nice and um, not, you know, brag. And then we're, we become business owners and it's like, okay, now sell yourself. And then we're like, ah, oh, now I'm uncomfortable. Um, I might be the expert you're looking for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> give it to you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Though. Right. Uh, and so, right. And so I'm like, no, we're going to not do that. Um, and so I love helping women in that area to, to grow their business because what they have to offer is amazing, but they have trouble saying it. Um, and so I just, I love it, you know, as a, as a lifelong feminist and a feminist, a former feminist scholar, this is such a cool spot to be in for me because it's like all of the things that I've taught and, you know, academically written about now I'm like in this space where I'm like doing it, you know what I mean? So it's really cool. That's amazing. Yeah, I love to hear the passion in yeah. you, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so passionate about this, hire me, but yours truly comes through. Oh, thank so you. That's great. Yeah, it's nice when you can, um, when your passion and your expertise merge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, sometimes it's it's different than what you thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. um, I originally thought that I really wanted to do copywriting, but come to find out, like, I like writing my stuff. I like helping people improve their stuff, but I don't always love writing it from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I love helping writers publish and mm -hmm. that's where I've, you know, really found my, 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 I don't know, my sweet spot, I suppose, is in getting them through that process. And then we hire out a different editor because I don't have any interest in editing. Yeah. I could make a lot of money as an editor, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd be a slow death for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was a photographer. Well, since 1998 and I was good at it and I made good money at it, but it like, it killed me every yeah. single, you know, it was, it was not obviously what I was passionate about. And it took a while to actually, I guess, admit yeah. it out loud because people expected me to do it because I was good at it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. That's interesting. And now I'm like talking to women that I've never met over the internet and I, this is what I love. I know. It's so funny because, um, when I first launched the podcast and I was thinking a lot about this right now, because today's, um, I'm publishing the 50th episode shortly after we finish wrap this one up. And so I was going back and reviewing the older episodes and wondering, thinking about why I started doing the podcast. And it's exactly for that reason. Like I really enjoy the space that we're in and the people that we're around and, you know, trying to dig more deeply into what's going on and talking. Like I would have never thought that I would have liked to be a speaker because I used to be so shy, but the more I do it, like, I love it. <laughs> I yeah. love talking and talking to people and interacting. We are way off topic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where we went. <laughs> but, Find your passion. <laughs> yeah. 
Talking, talking is my passion. <laughs> okay, so single mom, um, what are the biggest struggles in your daily juggle and how do you make it easier? I mean, you talked about bringing your daughter into the process, which I think is, is massive. Um, and I don't even think I need to ask if you continue to struggle with that because I'm sure it's a daily struggle even, even with implementing uh, things that help you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, something that I do and I make myself do now is the miracle morning. Um, I started, I've always been a morning person and I have been blessed with a daughter who is also a morning person, which means I have to be, I have to like get up in the middle of the night to be a morning person (laughs) without her. Um, and Lindsay McCarthy wrote uh, The Miracle Morning for Families, which I love and adore, but, like, I need that time to myself. <laughs> like, I need my Miracle Morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I absolutely love, I mean, and when Ashley gets a little older, I will absolutely bring her into that fold, but that's a space that I need for myself. Yeah. Um, because being a single mom, I don't have a tag team partner to say, like, I am done. Mm-hmm. I cannot listen to any more four-year-old theories. I cannot listen to one more, you know, poop joke. I can't. <laughs> and I don't, there's nobody to say, okay, I'll do it. Um, and so I, I, I've been getting up at 530 um, and having at least half an hour, usually a little bit more than that to, to myself to kind of think about either, either nothing mm-hmm. or my day. Um, but just, you know, I'm not... I also have a dog and we don't have a yard, which means I have to take him out, which like when they both get up at the same time, this is the thing that like, this is the stuff that drives single parents crazy because like the logistics of making a morning work is stressful. <laughs> like, okay, I have to like get the breakfast in front of her and like maybe a show on and then I can feed the dog and take him out without her freaking out because she's still at the age where she needs constant everything yeah um you know and just like little things that like just take the dog out right like it's not that simple (laughs) it's like you have to think about every single step so that not you know so that she doesn't freak out and the dog doesn't poop on the floor (laughs) these things like how am I going to make those things happen today um and so you know just getting up earlier makes it so I, those logistics happen easier. Um, occasionally, I actually get to drink my entire coffee um, by myself, which is like that is that's a miracle morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think like just making things like deciding that things are going to happen yeah. because it's it's really easy to be like get up at 5:30 that sounds terrible and hard and like okay then don't do it but if you want things to change you got to do something different yeah and it is i i'm tired sometimes but i in my the voice that happens in my head a lot recently is you can either be comfortable or you can be successful so you choose and I'm like, all right, fine, I'll get out of bed. <laughs> you know, and it's because I don't, I don't have a choice, yeah. right? Like, this is my option. And so I have to choose, I have to choose success 98% of the time. Because if I don't, I'm going to be in an office, you know, away from my kid all the time and hating it. And I love this too much. <laughs> I love what I'm doing too much. Um, to choose to be comfortable instead. Oh, wow. Very good. 
But I think you you read everywhere that most successful people do get up yeah. early if they. Yep. 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 Yeah. I I I'm at that. Oh my gosh, it's winter time. I just want to stay small <laughs> down. But yeah, it does make a difference. Yep. There's something about the sunrise, mm-hmm. and you seeing it really does yeah. change your whole day and your whole yeah. mood. Yeah, and I mean, with with the miracle morning, I think a lot of people um, get caught up in the fact that like the original miracle morning is like have an hour to yourself to do these six things, yeah. and like sometimes my miracle morning lasts six minutes, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but I make that happen, right? Like I count like my silence, my affirmations, my visualization and my exercise is all taking the dog out. (laughs) Yeah. I'm out outside walking the dog, saying my affirmations out loud to myself in my bathrobe. (laughs) But it's five 30 and no one else is up. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, yeah, it sounds hard and it sounds complicated and it sounds uncomfortable, but you know, you make it work when you want it to. So with getting up that early though, how do you, what are some of your favorite tips though for having enough energy to survive a day? Um, it's interesting. And like, I feel like everything I say these days, six months ago, I would have rolled my eyes at. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I get up earlier, I have more energy throughout the day because I get up and I start my day and I make sure that I'm energized. Like I fill my soul first Mm -hmm. and then that energizes me throughout the day as opposed to like getting up and like being cranky and having to deal with the stress of the dog and the kid and like that you might have had an hour extra sleep but you're waking up with stress draining that out of you exponentially from the beginning of the day and that's how you go into your day and then of course you're going to feel crappy all day because all you're thinking about is how bad the morning started right and so I actually feel like that starting my morning like that even though it's technically less sleep um is like more of the right kind of energy, I guess. And so it's like more sustainable. Yeah. And sometimes I take a little nap. (laughs) Very good. There you go. (laughs) So when I'm home with my daughter, she thinks, thank the Lord, she still naps. Um, I do occasionally lay down with her and like take a 20 minute nap. Yeah. Power nap through it. And then, you know, working from home and being an entrepreneur is the only way that happens. (laughs) True. True. So um, are you ever able to find any way to fit me time into your schedule? Do you have family support or people who would take your daughter so you get some downtime or? Yeah, I have very supportive, um, overly involved parents. Um, (laughs) I love them. Um, but my, they usually take my daughter for me. Um, usually about a weekend a month. Nice. So I usually get, um, that kind of time this, this coming month it will be to go to San Diego Um, Um, otherwise I mean Tanya Tanya Rainier is my business coach and when we were sitting down and uh, mapping out my optimized schedule she said okay the first thing that we schedule is your time off and your self-love time Um, and then we look at income generating activities etc etc and so she makes sure (laughs) that I have that Um, and so I make sure that I do yoga and I have, um, make sure that I do meditation. I make sure that I'm, you know, little things that I easily write off, like read a book that I want to read that has nothing to do with business. Mm -hmm. Um, or watching Gilmore girls 
for the millionth time. Um, you know, those things are really easy to be like, that's not helpful for my business. No, it's not. But not everything has to be a marketing decision. Yes. Um, and it, I mean, I think it is helpful because like the yeah. few minutes we had in between podcasts, like I was watching the Royals and I'm like, this show is so stupid. <laughs> yep. But it clears my mind from the yes. clutter that's going on because I'm focusing on how stupid this show is, but how much I secretly enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, you have to turn off. You have yeah. to turn off from stuff. Um, and so I do make sure that I do that. Um, and when I don't make sure that I do that, it becomes very apparent very quickly that that's not helpful for anybody. Um, and I've been meditating for most of my adult life. And so that's a, a big go-to for me is that I can tell when I have not been meditating regularly. Um, and Ashley's actually really good at uh recognizing that as well and so when I need 12 minutes I'm like I, I need to go meditate like I will be a happier mommy after that I'm like I need you to not come upstairs at all for 12 minutes and it's rare that I really need like that much dedicated time when she needs me um, and so she's really really good about that and you know she'll she'll end up up there and be like How's meditating? <laughs> I'm like, I, all right, time's up. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. That's uh-huh. right. It's out there now. That's sweet. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just super, super open with her about all of this. And, you know. I love it. I, I need, you know, I just, she needs to understand that, like, yeah. I'm human. And I think it's going to help her eventually to know, you know, as much as is age appropriate for her to know um, what it looks like when, you know, you have a real bad day and what you do about that. Um, And she will grow up seeing, you know, oh, mommy takes time to meditate. And, you know, that's a healthy response. And I want her to see that modeled and know how to do it. I love your perspective on parenting. You know, it's kind of funny. Before I had kids, I I thought that they would be like we were raised 40 years ago to, um, you know, you just did what your parents said and you didn't question and you didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, our kids are growing up in such a different world where they are exposed to so much more. Mm -hmm. And I I completely agree with you that having those conversations, letting them know what's going on, making, you know, making them feel secure about the, mm-hmm. about why you're doing what you're doing. You know, you, we, I don't think we can get away with anymore by saying, because mommy said so. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because they, they have access to so much information, which is great. Yeah. Um, but we have to, I think, arm them with accurate and yeah. authentic information from the beginning yeah. because they're, they're, they're going to have access to all kinds of crap. And yeah. so they need to, they need to know the foundation, yeah. um, the authentic foundation first. I agree. Well, before we let you go, please let everyone know where they can find you. Yeah. So, uh, my website is tbosthewriting.com. Um, and I have my business Facebook page, which is um, also T Bossler writing. And I've started doing Facebook lives on there. And so that's, you know, nothing short of hilarious and <laughs> disjointed and somehow there's some value content. In it. <laughs> um, so that's fun. And um, sometimes I'm on Twitter, but not usually mostly Facebook and my 
and my um, website. Got it. Well, I really enjoyed this conversation. It went in an entirely different direction than I expected it to go, but those are the best, <laughs> those are the best interviews. Yes, I agree. That's because <laughs> we started off with honey badger. Albino. I, I always forget to throw the albino part because anybody can so write great. a book on honey badgers. So it takes great. special people for albino ones. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so another one in the books. Wasn't Tara amazing? She's such a sweet girl. And if you're looking for copywriting services, you've got to check her out. Um, Don't forget, you can head on over to our website, losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 58 and get all of the details that we talked about, any links that we mentioned, and of course, uh, the giveaway with Ariana Taboado, the um, maternity leave planning package. So head on over there and get it. There's only a week to the giveaway, so make sure you go check it out now.